Everybody, welcome to the Midweek Podcast presented by Yoshimura. Uh, I'm Don Maeda, joined by my friend Takeshi Katsuya. Yep. Uh, you're going to trip out. He's a Japanese guy from Japan, but he speaks like Chad Reed. <laughs> but uh, he's a four-time MX2 yep. champion from Japan. Also, much success racing in Australia. Yeah. And uh, currently, you are a... Uh, R&D yes. writer for Kawasaki yes. in Japan, yes, right? Yes, correct. So, okay, give me the 50-cent rundown. Like, you're born in Japan. Yep. You grew up in Australia or you... Yeah, so um, my parents moved uh, when I was 10. Like, uh, my dad, um, he wanted to have a private track, mm-hmm. motocross track. So, uh, yeah, so I think he went there in, like, uh, 1988 to Australia just to like to visit mm-hmm. and um yeah obviously he, he just didn't tell my um mom so obviously his wife um just went there bought the land and oh. yeah bought the land and then said oh we're moving to australia so <laughs> yeah so i didn't even know that um, okay but for uh people in japan going to australia is not that big of a deal right it's like yeah. Like for anyone in the U.S. to go to Australia, it's such a long flight. Yeah, so for uh, from Japan, so it's only eight-hour flight. Um, um, yeah, but back in those days, I think um, uh, yen to U.S. dollar was ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. So I think Australia was maybe a bit cheaper than going to America. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know why, but he decided to go to Australia. And uh, yeah, we started from there. So How old were you when you moved there? Um, I was 10. 10? Yeah. So, did uh, you, because uh, in Japan, English is taught in public school, right? Yeah. So, did you already spoke a little English? No, nah, not at no. all. No, no English. It doesn't start until what grade in Japan? Um, I think maybe they have like primary high school. I think they start English ah, in okay. high school. So, I left before high school, obviously. So, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know anything. Were you uh, riding at the age of 10 yet? Yeah. So, I was racing. Okay. Um, so I was like winning like uh, local stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, then obviously raced, uh, went to Australia and this few local stuff there. Um, and one few, um, Australian, like they're called junior stuff. So mm-hmm. I won, uh, four times junior stuff and, uh, yeah, went to a uh, pro straight up from there. So what was it like, uh, moving to a completely different country when you're 10 years old? Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> different language, everything. Yeah, like um, at first I thought, you know, I didn't know what to expect because I didn't have any friends, obviously. But uh, as soon as I went to the school there, I had uh, one got one kid from America and one kid from Peru. And mm-hmm. I was hanging around with them. Like, so like I didn't have problem with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, with that, I got used to the school pretty pretty easily and after that like a uh, racing side of it was uh because australia is so big i mm. mean bigger big as america obviously the country so uh yeah we just had to do the local stuff first and get used to it and start doing the state stuff there and then um year after we, we did australian stuff okay was your dad a racer as well is that how yeah you i think um he was doing like enduro stuff back in old mm-hmm. days like uh, so when he wanted to move to australia was it for himself or for you uh for myself yeah for you yeah okay yeah but i yeah. didn't i didn't know that was coming so 
Um, That's yeah. crazy. Was it, were you showing a lot of promise in Japan on a mini bike? Um, I think so. Like a uh, good friend of mine, Kazu Masuda. I mean, he he's been um, factory Suzuki rider and factory Honda rider. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a steel test rider for Honda now. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of grew up with him racing, like when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. um, me and him was always like one and two. So um, I mean, Akira Narita, he was little bit younger than us so mm-hmm. but we didn't know him till like once hit the pro sort of thing yeah 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 okay so i mean that's kind of crazy right because i always I, i've questioned you about this before when we're in japan it's like yeah. motocross although four of the six or seven major manufacturers are from japan yeah it's not that popular in japan right no no i think um I was, it's funny you said that though because uh, I was talking to one of the friend um, I think in eight, um, early 90s I think they changed the rule for the, the public people that a um, lot of um, kids used to take the scooter to school mm-hmm. but I think they banned that like um, in certain year because a lot of um, guys get killed or um, get involved with the accident. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, that's why the um, motorcycle thing went kind of a little quiet from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that affect um, motocross and road racing pretty much. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I was like, I think it was you were taking me back to the airport or something. And I was talking. I was like, yeah. You know, Akira's you know, ten time, twelve time champ yeah. back then. I'm yeah. like. There's not like a huge crowd around. You're like, oh, it's. I mean, because the 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 nationals aren't like our nationals here, which just pros, right? It's like all the amateur classes as well. Yeah. But uh, okay. So that being said, with motocross not being that popular in Japan, for a family, for your dad, yeah, even more recently, like for the Shimoda's parents, yeah, to say, whoa, there's potential here. We got to get out of Japan and go somewhere. Yeah. So he can race. I think. That was the plan. Um, plan was he wanted me to become like, a, like you know, obviously supercross rider. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think we came to our uh, ninety eighty eight. We went to our Ponga City, mm-hmm. so we raced there, and I finished um, that. That I think was back then sixty class. Was uh, I think Ricky was in there. Um, <laughs> I think Kevin Winden was on the on the other class, the eighty. But like you see, uh guy like uh, Damon Bradshaw's brother used to race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that because he was in that uh, 80 Yamaha. Um, yeah, just the big names. And after, like, we, we rode there, um, I think I finished, like, 10th or 11th back then. Like, I, I mean, like, obviously got smoked by Ricky. Mm-hmm. But, like, dad, dad's just gone, well, you know, we just have to, um, we need to ride more. Yeah, we need to we need to ride because we in, track. yeah yeah we, well in Japan like it was possible to have a private track so yeah. um, we were riding once a week obviously just on the weekends um, dad goes oh you see these American kids they ride every day mm-hmm. we need to ride every day so I don't know what he was thinking so then he he he's a, one of the good friend of his uh, obviously moved to Australia so then he he went to Australia and. From that, he just go, yo, oh, I just bought a land. Yeah. In Australia. What was your dad's uh, profession? Uh, what, what, yeah. what did your dad do? Uh, he was a car dealer. In Japan? Yeah. And 
what did he do when he got to Australia? Oh, he oh he's he did a lot of that. Um, he's still um he has a mechanical place now, but mm -hmm. I think um since he rocked up there, he uh he opened a car dealership, but that didn't work out. Just in, importing cars, mm -hmm. but that was like pretty much um was pretty hard for him because the taxes and stuff like that. That after that, he just because he had a um mechanical um. Uh, license so um i think he changed from um from car dealers to mechanic um since that uh i don't know what year but he's been there running 30 years now he's okay still, so he's still in, yeah still he's still in australia. australia still running are there uh how's the japanese population in australia uh -huh. is it it's I, I don't know like i haven't been back that much but when we were there there was a few japanese guys there but place we live like yeah. say uh uh, called Gold Coast. It's mm -hmm. kind of a tourist uh, place back then. Yeah. So yeah, we were. Yeah, there was a Japanese guys there, but um, yeah, no motocrosses, obviously. <laughs> okay, so uh, you turned pro when you lived in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. And how much racing did you do in Australia before you came to Japan to race? So um, I turned sixteen. I turned pro. Um, then. I did maybe two, three years there, and um, because back then in Australia there was a uh, there was no money, like mm -hmm. unless unless you were like uh, um, big gun then, you know, like um, I remember Lee Hogan or Peter Melton, guys like that, Glenn Bell, um, Craig Dack, obviously, yeah, uh, yeah, those guys, uh, those probably the top guys there. But like as soon as I turned pro, like there was especially in one, two, five class, there was no money, mm -hmm. so. My dad said, "Well, if you're gonna try to crack in America, you gotta go. You go there now." But man, I got no money. I said, "Like Dad said, if you're gonna go, go your own way." So I thought, "Which way do I go? Do I go straight to America? There'll be no chance." Mm -hmm. um, I because I had like a um, bit of supercross experience, like mm -hmm. 16, 17. Um, when I turned 18, um, I think. I finished third in a one two five class, the championship, Australian championship. So I was gonna go to America, but it was a big risk. Just gone there, mm -hmm. just try to do a one thing, and then I thought, nah, go to Japan first. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and my mum goes, uh, um, all right, there's a, I'll pay for your airfare. From there, you just have to do your own way. Mm. Like either you make it or you, you know, I mean. You know, because we weren't making that big money, like I still had to work um, during the week, um, then go to the races, obviously. Um, then like my dad and my mom said, this is probably last chance. If you're going to try to make it, you probably have to go to Japan and try to go from there to America. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So what year was that and how old were you? Uh, 18, um, 1998. I okay. went to last round of Japanese championship because last round of Japanese championship you can race with FIM license. You probably know that, don't mm -hmm. like you have to have Japanese license to race uh, Japan nationals. So only last round it's a FIM rule. So I ended up getting FIM license and raced last round. I think that he like obviously I was a one two five. Um, Stefan Evers was there on the big bike. Um, lot of international guys obviously last round but uh, i ended up going nine one so i 
Nine one. Yeah. Nine twenty five class. Yeah. So, I first moto, I came around the first turn. Um, you probably know back in the old days, you had you had roll offs on, but you had to duct tape the tear off on top of the roll off. Yeah. So, I think I was mid pack. I think I got tenth. So I pulled the roll off off. Next minute, I'm getting this clear vision. I'm going damn. I touch my, touch my eyes. There was a lens missing. <laughs> yeah, it's like whole lens, whole lens don't came out because I had it like maybe I taped it too much with the tear off with the roll off. So I came off, and then like obviously I had no goggles, yeah. but without goggles I was coming through the pack. But because it rained that in like Saturday, uh, it was a mud mud race on Saturday, but. Sunday, sun came out, it started to dry, but there was a one section, it was a, you know, deep mud. No one was going through, but I was passing everyone there. So mm-hmm. from 10th, I went up to like fourth, came through, I think I was picking, tried to pass the third. I come to that mud section, flat out, a bike just stopped <laughs> straight over the bars, <laughs> obviously. And uh, yeah, came back from there, like, Ninth, and yeah. um, I, I was obviously I was in pain. I said, my, I t- told my dad, I said, I'm not racing second moto, mm-hmm. I'm in pain. And he goes, oh, No, you're not, you know, you, you gotta race. You yeah, know, you we didn't come here for nothing. Like, you, you this is probably your last chance. So, I t- took a few painkillers and lined up. Um, obviously, Kazoo wrapped the championship on the first moto mm-hmm. because he won the 125 championship that year. So yeah, he won. And then, so he had no pressure in the second moto. So mm-hmm. my dad's going, oh, you gotta be Kazoo. If you don't, if you don't um, finish front of him, you probably won't get it right. Mm-hmm. And so went out second moto, obviously, um, uh, second, third, Kazoo was obviously winning. He was, he had a good five second gap or something and caught him and passed and all, Obviously, I won, luckily. And, um, yeah, after the, obviously, um, the race, uh, yeah, got a call from Kawasaki first. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, yeah, sweet. Um, but the money wasn't that great. Um, but I told my parents, you know, at least I got an offer. Mm-hmm. So then we were looking around um, Yamaha call and then said, oh, we can give you, we can pay you a little bit more than Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. So, but that was like a private deal. Um, with Kawasaki was like Team Green deal, like that was like semi factory team backing. Yeah, you know, um, late nineties. So I took that. I said I just had to call Kawasaki and Yamaha, try to like you know get more money, try to get more bonus sort of mm-hmm. program. And uh, yeah, Yamaha came up with a better offer, so I just uh, went there, and that was my ninety nine. So yeah, from there I. Went to Yamaha, um, raced there. Yeah, so it started from there. Yeah. What, were you, what year was your first championship? Uh, 99. Oh, see, first time. Yeah, first year. Um, but yeah, it was hard because I signed Yamaha, but was a private deal. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a factory team. Um, but like they had factory kind of team for, they called Team YZ. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Now. So that was like production um, team, but uh, 
Yeah. So uh, I had they had they told me I have to run standard. You know, like standard everything. Standard triple clamp, standard pot, and my mechanic. Um, he's from Australia, so uh, he was helping me out, and he's gone. We're not running standard. You had no chance mm-hmm. of running, but these factory guys, obviously, they're pre-production, so they they can run whatever they want. Um, so, so first first round we rocked up. We had different pop on, different triple clamp on. Mm-hmm. We had like back. Uh, they still have Vortec ignition. I had Vortec ignition there. Yeah. We had like Yamaha people came in and like they were stressing. Like Tiger, you can't do that. I said, why not? I, we didn't come here. Like I was nineteen, you know. I was yeah. pretty cocky, you know. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, look, I don't. I'm not riding standard bike. I won't. I won't be able to win mm-hmm. on standard. So anyway, like we raced first two rounds. I think second in the first round, maybe seventh or eighth in the second round because it was a mud race. Same with the third race, the mud. But in the third round, I we had to go back to standard. Mm-hmm. everything because the Yamaha told us to go back but after fourth round my mechanic uh, he's Australian um, um, Dave he goes we're not running standard <laughs> so he took the barrel off and like he I don't know what he did but like man he was a rocket ship uh-huh. like he was a rocket like um, fourth round whole shot both races just gone I, I won by like 40 seconds both uh-huh. motor yeah yeah and then since like, like that like yamaha people was obviously pissed like even even i won a race like and then they go oh Taggy, you just have to run standard like since that like we know we said no mm-hmm. so after fourth round i won fifth round i won from the sixth round they had di- this rule that yamaha had that uh, they bring a new bike <clears throat> so 2000 model mm-hmm. they said oh Taggy, you gotta run 2000 model again standard, standard. <laughs> so uh so i had to run standard but we we worked different triple clamp on mm-hmm. uh you probably remember that they had emic racing triple clamp yeah. back in that those three bolted ones yeah. yeah had that on on there i i really liked that triple clamp back in those days so i whacked that on that's it but like we had to run standard engine but i ended up winning that race but after that again like me and that thing's no we're not gonna standard so after <laughs> round seven we were back like everything back on but the piping everything was a bit different so we have to work the way to fit it you know but yeah but yeah he was uh had great e that e you know um won a lot of races like was the end got used to all the japanese tracks but mm-hmm. um you probably know it rains a lot yeah so half of the race that race was a mud so but yeah I become good mud rider since I rocked up in Japan. Okay, so '99 was your first title on Yamaha. Yeah. What years and brands are the other three? Uh, um, to the, so '99. Um, since '99, I uh, I had a few factory rides here and there, but I didn't win any championship. Um, so 2008, I went from. Uh, uh, I think I was riding Honda in 2007. So I went 2008 with Kawasaki. So Kawasaki, uh, private deal, but um, they gave me sign-on and bonus program. Mm-hmm. But because I came from injury, said, oh, Taka, um, 
we're not gonna pay you like if you lined up on the like uh final the first motor like or first motor or second motor we'll pay you then so till we, if i don't line on on the start gate they're not gonna pay me mm-hmm. because i was getting injured every year so it was a big risk but um i had to take it because otherwise i didn't have a ride so um uh, yeah so 2008 uh with kawasaki um 2009 private deal again um the third um and 2010 i went to factory kawasaki but i didn't win a championship <laughs> so mm-hmm. um yeah so and 214 was my last year winning uh, uh japanese championship so yeah four championship in uh 11 years <laughs> yeah. yeah did you uh ever go to ia1 the 450 class 250 class yeah you always the, the uh, uh, no i uh no i didn't win i didn't race the 450 class i mean mm-hmm. like i had a factory ride with 450 hrc and factory kawasaki but mm-hmm. um i'll always like third guy third or i mean i won races but you know you obviously you know akira was cleaning up that mm-hmm. year every year so it's like going to the races you your mind said yeah you're going to try to win races but the cure is always there yeah I mean, everyone knows Akira runs fast in japan but, yeah. you know yeah hey taco we're going to take a quick break here from yeah. our sponsor At some point, you went back and you raced in Australia, right? Yeah. When was that, and how that how that come about? Uh so 2014, I won um, championship there, but uh, Kawasaki said, "Oh, we're not gonna give you like a ride, you know, like um, because there were young guys coming up, obviously." And uh, so I thought I could I couldn't retire, but like. I want to just won a championship, you know. So mm-hmm. I was um, talking to a few guys here and there, but they didn't have a, um, you know, obviously a ride that what I expected. So I went, I was talking, that 2014, I did race a few rounds in Australia and I did pretty good. So mm-hmm. um, the back then the Kawasaki president, the, the Japanese guy, he said, oh, we might be able to try to get a deal happening. So uh, I got deal happening, and um, um, guy um, he um, has a business in Australia. John Boyd he uh, he uh, gave me um, opportunity to get the trucks, and uh, you know he ended up getting um, money, and he was paying my mechanic fly over to from Japan. Mm-hmm. So I said I would do that, you know, like because I did I wanted to trust. Uh, uh, my mechanic obviously he's he works for kawasaki still so yeah if i can fly him back and forth i said yeah i'll do it and um yeah i think sony sony was our main uh, main sponsor that sony the action cam mm-hmm. yeah so that was our main sponsor so yeah everything come together and uh yeah that year i ended up racing mxt in australia so yeah it was a good year good year um but uh one few races here and there um first round first five round i finished podium every round so mm-hmm. but good experience but now when you think about it the the guys you probably heard that doing good now that there were kids you know 19 i think luke cloud was i think 19 
uh, you know, Jay Wilson, he raced in Japan, you now he, he won that year, but uh, Jeb Beaton, Cole mm-hmm. Webster, the, the, the big guys, the, the guys doing so well in MXGP and even the, you know, they cracked out at AMA as well, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, I got a, you know, I was pretty happy racing against kids and uh, I was 35 then, you know, yeah. so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, once you retired from full-time racing yeah. and we're doing R&D, yeah. uh, weren't you first, like, the coach for the Japanese Honda team or yeah. something? Yeah, so um, I think um, 2014, there's Ben Townley. Mm-hmm. I think he was doing that stuff, like coaching and teaching, yeah. but because... I think Ben has a deal with Factory Suzuki to go to MXGP again. Mm-hmm. So he went to there and then Honda was uh, looking for that. And um, and I just thought that that might be a good opportunity, you know. So um, so I became like, uh, I signed at uh, 2016. I do like a coaching thing for the HRC. But when I was there, like it wasn't more of, not a coaching like i was riding with them you know i was riding with them and like you know i was like a pacemaker like mm-hmm. because um even like during the week with uh practicing with akira um narita um he uh i'm always right good in practice don't i always like second too quicker than akira <laughs> like during the week and yeah. akira usually get pissed you know yeah. even like uh asta uh Yoshi Azda, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was doing MXGP, uh, came back, factory Suzuki. So during the week, I go practicing with them, you know. I see, you, you, are you cutting track somewhere, you know? You cut, yeah, you're going a lot faster. And I said, I'm going, no, I'm not, you know, I'm not cheating, you know. Yeah. But like when I go to the races, I, I did pretty bad. So, but just from coaching side of it, you know, um, I was pacemaker, but um, doing that, um after that i was doing testing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and i didn't sign for like become a test rider but i was coaching but like since that then like uh 2016 um akira and i think no no nozuka he mm-hmm. mx did both both won the uh championship 450 and 250 so my role was like coming from the you know um, teaching or coaching stuff, I become more of a test rider sort of development. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 2017, like, Kei Yamamoto came back from Europe, so uh, they said, oh, Taka, you need to set his bike up. And I'm, I'm going, yeah, well, why? Like, you know, oh, they said, we need to get the base setting for him. So since that, like, since that, like, they, I become, like, kind of test rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then Honda kind of hired me as a coaching side of it, but uh, mainly like test rider after that. Yeah. So testing for the factory race team, though. Yeah, race team. So is Cowie the first time you've been production testing? Uh, or did you do that with Honda as well? Uh, so with, uh, say, with uh, Kawasaki now, like um, they signed me to do both. So MXGP and production. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like um, because I was working for Honda to 16, 17 with the HRC, but I signed with the um, the production side of it, the Honda, and mm-hmm. um, but I was doing more than production. 
you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Um, old. And, but then, okay, so uh, we get to see a lot of new models first in Japan. Yeah. At the at the MFJ races yeah. because there's no production rule like yep. there's in the U.S. Yep. So several times since you've retired, you've kind of come out of retirement to debut a new bike. Oh yeah, that yeah. I think that two fifty. Uh, the twin five Honda. Yeah, I think twin twin muffler. Uh, that was two thousand seventeen because that was two thousand eighteen model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, was that that was that Hiroshima? Yeah, Hiroshima. Yeah. So um, yeah, I had to, you know, I have to keep it quiet, you know, obviously. Um, yeah, but um, they said, oh, well, Tucker, you wanna, but you have to win, no matter what. Like, there's no question asked. Like the the guy, the president back then from Honda, like. If you kind of come second or third, I want, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, they won't do it. You have to promise me you, you'll win. And then that was a big pressure, you know. Like, I mean, Akira, Akira was winning everything on the 450 back that year, but I'm gone. Yeah, but I do testing and both sides of it, um, coaching stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, oh, do I get my time, like testing the bike and stuff? And then they say, yeah, yeah. Like, so month before that race so i was like probably testing every week you know um try to get dial but we had to run standard forks mm-hmm. you know um obviously that was standard engine oh, yeah that was that was pretty hard but yeah you won pretty easily though yeah i think uh yeah i you probably remember koga um um he was riding for akira's team back then um yeah he was uh i think he was winning but his bike was like pulling away going uphill so i was doing i was struggling going uphill you know just because i mean compared to the standard but compared to the the bike that mm-hmm. modified you know so yeah but yeah I, I had to every every lap i was going through if you know if i don't win i'll probably lose my job you know yeah you know, i was <laughs> yeah i was there i was getting i was in big pressure there but yeah. lucky i pulled off so yeah so doing like production stuff and yeah i had a great opportunity from them you know i think where i'm at now i i learned so much um testing stuff and you know learning like why they do stuff you know i think he helped mm-hmm. me now as as a test writer for sure yeah um how come in japan you know in the premier classes you see so many like stock exhaust is it because the is this sound uh, restrictions yeah. waste more strict there yeah i think the sounds sounds uh test obviously it's really strict but um obviously with kawasaki they run pro circuit um because mxgp also run pro mm-hmm. circuit but um yeah other brand um uh, i know honda start to run yoshimura exhaust obviously um uh, but yamaha's always been running stock stuff mm-hmm. um i don't know why there but um yeah, but but now I think you get to see more aftermarket exhaust pipe on a factory box, which is good, you know. Mm-hmm. It looks better. Yeah. Well, I haven't been to uh I've been to a Japanese national since before COVID. Okay, yeah. Um but yeah, so maybe it's changed a little bit since yeah, then. Yeah. But uh even though some things are trick, they try to make it look stock though, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. just to you know, race wins Sunday mean bike sales Monday. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But you don't sell bikes like just because Akira win or 
or win um, mm-hmm. on that new Honda. It doesn't mean it's going to sell. But like, I think more they Japanese races more from testing side of it. It's mm-hmm. not, I mean, they, they say it's a factory team, but more of the testing side, you know, like it's not like America or Europe, you must mm-hmm. win. I mean, I mean, they pump the money in, but like, you know, they just want to see like how the progress with the, what you said, the new model comes out and the, mm-hmm. uh, testing in racing condition. Yeah, I think that's how the Japanese manufacturer thinks. Yeah. Um, you know, we say we get to see all the new bikes first there. Yeah. We've all seen through the years, I know some really like experimental stuff. Yeah. Um, during your time at the races in Japan, what was the craziest thing you ever saw raced? Cause, I mean, I, I wasn't there to see in person, but I know that there was in the two stroke days, wasn't there automatic transmission? On yeah. There? Yeah. Yeah. And you remember that they had Yamaha had uh, no spring, the, um, it's called, I don't know. Oh, it was a leaf spring. Yeah, leaf spring. Yeah, leaf spring versus Yeah, spring. crazy stuff like that. Like, that's what, um, early 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, in 90s you see um, crazy stuff. But, like, when I was racing, I didn't see crazy stuff at all. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember they had, uh, yeah, you know, oh, that's early 90s, like, they didn't have the upside down forks, you know, like, yeah. 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 So yeah, I think nineties after like, like 2000, like, yeah, the factory team kind of settled down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I know Honda had like 450 came out. Um, so yeah, other than that, I haven't seen any big, big change, you know? Yeah. Um, what was that? I got to go to the first race when Ernesto Fonseca came to race the oh. YZ250F. Yeah. That was at the Honda track, the airport track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that 2000? Yeah, that was 2000. 2000. So were you racing yeah. for Yamaha then? or No, I, I was actually racing for Honda then. Okay. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It was. It's funny to think about all the things I've seen in Japan first. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the new Honda 450 and the new Yamaha. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's kind of different now, you know, like... Uh, you don't you don't get to see new bike um i don't know why but um maybe maybe because it's COVID, um just with the parts you know i think mm-hmm. to get like to made and um like sometimes I, I heard that they pretty hard to get aluminium these days the, oh really yeah so I, I don't know i don't know if the manufacturer how they work but uh yeah you don't get to see new bike now like um so yeah I don't know how everyone works, but yeah, interesting. Um, can you tell me about your uh, position at Kawasaki now? So uh, my um, p- position at Kawasaki now, I do uh, um, production, uh, 450, mm-hmm. um, so and MXGP. Uh, but, you know, you just, uh, so obviously you probably know uh, KX450 uh, SR. So mm-hmm. that was my project. Mm-hmm. So that was my kind of, big job at Kawasaki I mean that chassis was already built so, yeah yeah so uh it was uh it was kind of nervous like because Otaka you gotta you gotta ride it and then just to see and then, like we only get to test in Japanese tracks not like American tracks I'm going oh that's gonna be hard you know mm-hmm. uh, with suspension setting and uh, um, with, even with the engine EFI 
uh, setting was a bit hard, but like we didn't that much. I didn't have like that much time to test that bike. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of quite surprised. Like when they hit the market, everyone said it was pretty good. So oh, I, dude, that 22 SR450 is amazing. Oh, good, good. I yeah. remember the first time we rode it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I had my protest rider rode it first. And yeah. He came in. I'm like, don't tell me anything. <laughs> and I got it and I started it. Yeah. I remember when I pushed the button, I started it and I did the first rev with the throttle. I was yeah. like, oh man. <laughs> Because you could just feel it revving it that the, the head was yeah produced quite a bit more power. And then yeah. the first time I went down the straightaway, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Nah, so the, our main thing was with that KXSR, um, people who buy it make sure they can notice it compared to production, you know. Yeah. Like, that's what you want. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's obviously a special racer. So mm-hmm. um, when people buy the stuff, I mean, they're couple crank dearer than standard one mm-hmm. you don't want to buy the stuff and then go man this is not much different than stock you know i don't yeah. want to do that yeah so. it's not just bolt-on parts yeah. it runs better. yeah so yeah. I, I want people to feel this um engine people to feel the suspension but it was so hard like um like first they said oh you probably have to go hard hard on suspension but i didn't want to do that mm-hmm. I, I said we we want to you want to get comfort as well as a you know um like a bit of a stiffness as mm-hmm. well but yeah it was we only had like a few day test and um and i had to i had to bring other rider because he's a lot heavier than me and i said go on go on over jump a few jumps yeah, y- yeah. just to make sure because yeah. i'm a lot lot um lighter than the half the you know american guys so i thought might as well you know so mm-hmm. get the suspension deal and he goes yeah it's okay it's a bit bottoming with his weight and he, he's a pretty big boy so and i said well if it's bottoming for you then it's not going to bottom out for normal guys mm-hmm. so yeah that's how that's how we do our test yeah yeah so yeah interesting how he works and uh he worked out really good you know mm-hmm. that's why i remember uh i raced the sr all last year oh okay and then i didn't really even ride the standard 23 <laughs> until we went to shootout okay yeah and i'd ridden the same track at Kauia yeah on the sr the weekend before at a race and there's a big triple uphill triple yeah and i went to hit on the first lap on the kx and you know the sr goes bruh what yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know the stock goes bruh <laughs> <laughs> i came up so short i was like oh man i'm not on that bike i gotta remember that. yeah yeah but okay so the 23 yep the big difference is it went back to showa yeah yeah. And I remember I texted you. Yeah. Why did it go back to Showa? Yeah. And I think you said because Eli's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think um, yeah I think that um, project for Eli because Eli was there obviously for Kawasaki KYB. Yeah, KYB. <laughs> so um, yeah, after obviously Eli left, I know um, Adam and Jason run Showa. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think you know I don't know the story there, but um, yeah. So they said, "Oh, tackle, we going back to Showa," and I said, "Okay." Um, so you know do we have a few days to test and then yeah maybe one or two days that's it and i said okay i said well that's gonna be hard yeah you know like i mean but like they said take as long as we can be better than standard like notice noticeable and i said well yeah that's gonna be hard for me like because for me like i mean I do stuff for show as well 
on the side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it um, helped them do the test for them as well. So, but with KYB stuff, um, you know, I get I got I get nothing, you know, with KYB or Showa. They they're both good suspension, but mm-hmm. I reckon that KYB stuff was pretty good for it like was, yeah. for for me. Like I thought like. The people who ride it and I said, Taka, do we can't get that that feeling in the two fifty? And I'm going, I I don't know, like because I don't test two fifty, you know. I yeah. I kinda help out two fifty stuff like here and there, but I don't test two fifty full time. So but people ask me, like people text me, like who wrote SR, oh we want that in two fifty. Yeah. And I'm going, uh, <laughs> there's a no comment there, man. Like, you know, I can't I can't say anything, so yeah, but um, yeah, with Showa, like uh, we tried, I tried to make it better, but like we run out of time, you know, mm-hmm. because I got so much stuff going on with MXGP production, like you know, I'm I'm probably testing every week something different. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the 2024 KX450, you're here for production testing right now in the states, right? No, no, no. I'm actually here um, to see the um, the boys here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So is production testing finalized for that bike already? No, at the moment, uh, no comment there, Don. Like, I can't <laughs> say anything like that. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, we don't know. Like, everyone say, oh, you know, February's bike is the new bike. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the only one I can say is it's a factory bike. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. They've been kind of secretive about it. Yeah. The GPs, right? Yeah. And... Uh, because, you know, I was planning on going to the opener this year. Yeah. And so we were talking and you yeah. said, oh, well, it's going to be at the GPs yeah. before. And so now that they're being kind of secretive, I'm like, oh, man, maybe I should go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, they're being very quiet with that bike, you know, mm-hmm. just because uh, uh, obviously it's a, obviously they call factory bike and everyone, everybody's saying it's a 24. But mm-hmm. like at the moment, I can't even say anything, you know, um, it, like. Yeah, maybe it's 24, but maybe, maybe not, you know, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so, no word on what they were testing at Mumford yesterday? No, 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 I, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I just heard, yeah, I heard something. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, like, I rocked up yesterday, so, uh-huh. you know, I haven't even went to Kawasaki yet, you know, I was supposed uh-huh. to go, but I'm, uh, I think I'm going to Glen Helen tomorrow, mm-hmm. so, uh, just to see the boys, like, uh. Brock, Brock and Jason, I think they're riding tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. See, this time of year is bonk, right? First part of Supercross is good because all the guys are only riding Supercross. Yeah. But now, like today at Fox Raceway, like, yeah. Webb was there, Craig was there. All these guys are starting to ride motocross a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So for guys like me and normal dudes that ride the tracks, like God, you're riding. You <laughs> guys just blown by you. Yeah. Yeah, so no. we were planning on going to Glen Helen tomorrow, but now it sounds like I may change my plans. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Uh, I think it's hard with um, with production or the factory these days. Don, um, you probably understand like how we, especially like, I don't know, um, European brand. I don't know how they d- do the stuff, but like, like the who like in the Japanese where they make the bikes. Some some people like they only worry about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I think Brock probably told you about the engine and the chassis stuff. You know, like um, even with the engine, oh you know, tackle we got this much horsepower. 
end of the day, like, it's not a horsepower. You know what I mean? Like, just delivering. Yeah. And then, like, even if you had 10, 10, 5 to 10 horsepower more, it's no point if you can't handle it or it's not rideable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, but some people at the automat, I think, yeah, half the guys there, like, they don't understand how how it react because if an engine's good, if a chassis can't handle, it's no point. Yeah. If it's, you know, even chassis is good, but engine's, like, too powerful and then it, you know, like, I always explain to the guys at the manufacturer, why do you think 250 do same lap time as 450? Yeah. And then you just have to think about that, you know, and then they go, well, there's, you know, half them, they can't answer the question. Mm-hmm. But when you say that, like, if you tamp it down the power and then, like, even, like, even a 450, those things are powerful, you know, like, like, I won't be, like, I won't be able to go third fourth flat out mm-hmm. I, I get scared you know but they go oh yeah tackle we got so much up top power mm-hmm. like you know like and i'm yeah but i'm till i get there i'll probably shift the fourth yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah. don't? like so um yeah so i think they need to learn they need to understand more and then i think they they should listen to the riders more like especially even like um even the factory teams, you know, oh yeah, you gotta run this and you gotta run that. But end of the day, like they, they don't ride. You know, mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. riders they ride. You yeah. have to adjust for them, not for the their computer. Mm-hmm. If a computer says this, <laughs> well I I even say to the guys, do you ride? Yeah. Do you have have you had do you ride four fifty before, third, fourth gear? Yeah. I say you'll probably die. <laughs> you know, and yeah, so it's hard, like, um, I mean, I ride, uh, you know, try to ride different bikes and test and then see how the power delivery and stuff, like, read a lot of, obviously, I watch your website and I'll go to different company, the, the studio, and then hear the comment, what they think about the bike and here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. So even, like, Chris Kiefer thing, you know, I listen to his stuff and, like, what he says, um, you know, it's interesting. I can learn so much from everybody. Mm-hmm. And what public kind of wants, because end of the day, those factory guys, they can change anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for me to have a good production bike, I think you need to listen to from from this level to this level. Mm-hmm. But if you have a good base package, when they come to the factory parts, mm-hmm. they'll step it up. You know? Yeah. So I, for my job now is to build good production bike, even with the chassis. You know, like, um, yeah, even in the mud or the sand or the hard pack, you know, I try to balance it, but we don't have a, like, sand, sand track Mm -hmm. in Japan. So that's kind of a bit hard for me. But, uh, yeah, even, like, in the mud, like, we we test in the mud. Like, I remember, like, half the manufacturer, like, say, I don't know, Yamaha or Honda, even Kelly, they didn't even test in the mud back in the days, I don't think, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, then I say, I said, have you ride the, the bike in the mud? And I said, they, they, you know, they, they don't handle that good. And then they go, well, yeah, because we don't hardly test in the mud. I said, yeah. why? <laughs> you know, oh, but, you know, Eli, Eli wins in the mud. Or, yeah, but that's Eli, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. I mean, those guys, those guys get paid to win races. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say, 
you know, oh, this box not that great in the mud, you know. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna say they're they're good because they're good at they know how to ride in mm -hmm. every condition. Mm -hmm. But if you have a good base package bike, if those top rider ride it, you know, they'll probably win easier than you know the say the bike that they got now, you know. Mm -hmm. So my my position now is to make it um, better is a standard package, but it's a big pressure because you guys put um, two twenty three shootout uh, first. So I I'm going whoa, <laughs> that's first. I'm going wow, yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna be a big pressure, but it's all package and it's so hard. Like some something like every everything that I say to them, it's not gonna be in production. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They they have their way do stuff. Yeah. But I try to convince them, no, you gotta do this or you gotta do that because um even that we were talking about the brake levers or clutch levers and mm -hmm. even the grips, you know. I I just said to those guys, you need to listen to the public a bit more, you know. And yeah. then that's what for me, it's my job to say that to mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. It's what public say. Yeah. We need to change this stuff, you know. And then they go, Oh yeah, but you know, here and there, but they don't right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Hey, when uh <clears throat> when a bike is all new model, like the twenty four in rumor is. Yeah. You know? Uh how how does production testing work? Do they just go, Hey, this is this is the new bike? Or do they give you like two or like you know, two different chassis. Uh, or... Yeah, well, there, there's, uh, yeah, I can't say too much, but uh, yeah, it comes from, uh, so 23 model, that 23 model that we mm -hmm. ride now, we we kind of build it from there. Yeah. So we have like 23 based, mm -hmm. and then we kind of try to, or do I change here or do we change here? And then just step by step, you can't just go, hey, oh, new frame let's go just ride yeah. that you know yeah. you go well have you is anyone rode that and then, you yeah. know you, you don't want to do that so yeah so of, do you will you take like the existing model and probably make a list of shortcomings and a wish yeah. list of what yeah. you'd like better yeah. out of it yeah yeah so what's uh what is more difficult to do as a test rider develop a engine or a chassis and suspension because they both affect the engine oh, affects the chassis. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean, Don. Like it's so hard. Like um, what you said, engine affects chassis as well. Because yeah. how the power power delivery. Yeah. So even like if an engine just goes, well, it's the, you know, it comes on too quick, mm -hmm. it will slide and stuff. You know, it, it's just the balance. You know, but um, because they don't they don't work together. Like uh, they don't say engine chassis. Let's work together. We like I think same if any every manufacturer they have like chassis they have suspension yeah, they chassis team yeah. chassis team yeah. suspension they have an engine so like we, we go oh like but I even keep saying like if a chassis or some tacker is that good they go well I don't know like it's a good now but like when we work other engine I don't know how it's gonna work because mm -hmm. how what you said power deliveries might be different. Um, so it's a step here and there. So we, I, with Kawasaki, I don't think they have a big jump. They go like, let's just work a new engine and let's, yeah, you know, like that, that, yeah. I mean, I really don't, you know, especially if it's something, you know, happen or, I mean, you never hear that something breaks these days. And then mm. 
I never had like an issue with the star, like, you know, when in back in like early 2000 when they're 450, every time you hear something, oh, crank came out, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. your crank rod came out of engine case. You, you never, yeah, you never hear that. And I never have them. We, I think with Kawasaki, it's been really good with the, how the testing package goes. It's a safer, it's a safer the test rider. So mm-hmm. it's been really good. Yeah. Um, you know, Rich Taylor. Yeah. Obviously one of my best friends and yeah. longtime test rider and everything. He's been involved with many production tests, right? Yeah. Pre pre production things. Yeah. And like there's many times when he said, like, oh, we rode the final pre production bike and yeah. they all gave it thumbs up and then it came back different. Yeah. You know, why yeah. does stuff like that happen? Well, yeah, I think that's the hard part because um the you probably see it done like uh like when um, factory Honda, uh, say, Akira days, say 2017, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. I think that was probably the last time they had like different, like full bullet, bullet aluminium frame, not not casting frame. Like, you mm-hmm. know how it comes from production, it's all cast. Yeah. 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 Those frame that Akira runs, like, you know, was full factory. You know, yeah. when you look at the frame, you go, wow, how much that frame's going to, you know, cost, you know, mm-hmm. that's probably like. 50 60 grand to make that frame you know but mm-hmm. um yeah that's the difference so you know obviously they test with you know bullet aluminium mm-hmm. and then when they come to the casting they go well hey something's something's not right yeah you know yeah. so yeah i think that's what you have to be careful with testing um that's what like with uh stiffness of the frame obviously the rigidity mm-hmm. it can change so i when I do stuff, I've been really careful with that because, you know, some frame that we test, like, because it's a, with the casting and stuff like that because they can change um, rigidity. So, mm-hmm. you know, some, some stuff like, oh, man, that feels hard, you know, like, you know, and then, then you, you try to take the some, some, you know, flex from here and there, you mm-hmm. know, but you have to know what you're doing, obviously. Um, if you if you don't know how to, you know, make stuff, um, mm-hmm. you you can go wrong pretty quickly. Have you ever uh, been presented with something to test and gone, whoa, no way, we we can't go that direction? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I always say, like even like I think um, in your show, I think Brock mentioned like those engine mounts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably know you, you. I know there's aftermarket engine mounts here and there, but man. Some some stuff is gets scary. Like you know, like you go, that engine mount that might makes different. Like you know, yeah. like even that you put a little hole in there. Yeah. You look at it. Hey man, that's not gonna make any difference. And then they go, whoa, you know, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I had a lot of few stuff. But I have a lot of ideas too that um, I have from experience. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when you see like, like the engine like mounts like uh. Pro circuit guys, like, you know, they have a lot of holes in there and, like, they got that um, different um, aftermarket engine engine mount there mm-hmm. here and there. But, yeah, we I play around with a fair bit of, with uh, those stuff as well, you know, mm-hmm. even, like, the thickness and material. Yeah, it's it, crazy the things that make a difference in handling, oh, right? Yeah. Like, even from a, a engine mount yeah. that has 
the bolt welded to it yeah. versus a bolt in a washer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Because I remember in the Honda 252-stroke days, yeah. Chad Watts was like, hey, dude, go take your front engine bolt out. Yeah. And he goes, and go to uh, McFaddendale and yeah. get the next size bigger, yeah. like an American, and put it in your bike, and I'll turn better. Yeah. I was like, shut up, that bolt. Yeah. And, you know, he goes, no, there's room in the in the hole yeah. for a larger bolt. And I did it, and, and it worked. And I remember yeah. I was trying to tell my buddies, and they're like, you're full of it. You're lying. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. But, yeah, it's funny you said that, Don, because um, I, I we do play around with stuff like that. And then it makes, but it's so hard because with production, everyone it's not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone has a different riding style with the weight and um, obviously the height. Um, so even like say triple clamp offset or like you just so much stuff, you know, don't like when you think about it, even with the seat heights and, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it makes so much different, but to stay more of the neutral, um, I think that's, that's most important for me now to have when you ride the thing. Oh, cow is cow is more stable like than other any other brand, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I try to aim, you know, because um, I mean, I get the blame for it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why why is it like that? Okay, because like you think about cowies are always stable, mm-hmm. and they turn really well for being as stable as they are. Yamas are similar, right? Yeah. But then you have Honda. And Suzuki, they're both twitchier, more nimble. Yeah. Like a brand has a theme yeah. almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, could you go in there and go, hey, for 24, I want to make the Cowies like super nimble and dive in and sacrifice that stability. Would someone at Cowie go, no, Cowies are stable? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, because obviously, um, I mean, I, I don't design a frame, you know, yeah, what yeah. I mean, Don, but I, I just go, oh, you know, oh, it, because obviously you're shooting out videos and stuff. Oh, everyone said Kawasaki's so good. They turn, you know, they're, they're stable. And I'm just going, man, what do I do, you know, mm-hmm. like to progress from here? Yeah, yeah. But when you, but when you hear stuff like the factory boys, like, they, I mean, they run different offsets and like different swing arm and stuff like that. But that's the factory boys, you know. Mm-hmm. So we've standard, okay. To make everyone happy, where do I, where do I need to go? Yeah, you have to design a bike for the average guy yeah. in the middle, not yeah. up here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So um, that's that's I think the hard part, even with the engine, because what I said to beginning of this show, like you can't have an engine just open a throttle and then try to rip your <laughs> arms apart, you know. Yeah. No, no one be able to ride it, you mm-hmm. know. So, I I'm telling them that, but I just because they don't ride, they just go by information. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, I think they that's what I mean. When I when I said to you about listening to the riders more, because fair enough, the numbers is a number, but mm-hmm. end of the day, if it's if they think they it's good with that number, you don't need a test rider. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If what they think that's going to work best, yeah. well, you just bolt on it and then you you sell to the public. Yeah. But, you know, you, we feel that and then we say, hey, this is not this is not the direction we're going. Yeah, yeah. dyno test isn't always right. 
yeah so um so i i just be careful with what i do um yeah but it's so hard because you know what i said like people um so many people involved with the production you know it's not just two three guys makes a bike yeah there's about you know totally different engineers mm-hmm. the guy who designed that stuff so like yeah it's a lot of lot of thing going on but yeah um you know i get to i get to learn i'm still doing this i get to learn more but uh yeah i have more knowledge probably than any other test rider out there now mm-hmm. i probably have uh good knowledge that what what i can make it better mm-hmm. like so um which is good you know i you know it's a great opportunity to become a test rider and then i get to do what i love and i, I always look I always look the other brand of bike and I go, oh man, they have that different engine mount, you know, <laughs> and they have a different bolt. They run titanium bolt there, but they run steel bolt there, you know? Yeah. You know, just, you just, you know, even like I look the front axle lugs, mm-hmm. stuff like that, even the triple clamp or oh, is that going to work? You know, stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Everything's learning and then look, you go, oh, you know, like, even the steering damper sort of thing, you know, like stuff like that. You just try to notice what they, you know, what they have on the different brand and then mm-hmm. try to try to look at it and then see, oh, because they're running that, oh, they probably will have because the, you know, the frame does this sort of reaction. That's what they're probably having that on, you know, just, mm-hmm. I get to think more, you know, so which yeah. is good. Yeah. Do you ever see uh, like aftermarket companies? come up with something and they go oh we fixed we fixed the way that bike corners you know with this clamp it's better sometimes i see that it's like okay they came out with that like you know a week after the bike was released to the public yeah don't they think that in japan the test riders tested every version or option of that yeah that's that's another funny part i i you know, with the aftermarket triple clamp, one of the friend of mine in Australia, he goes, oh, Taka, I got this triple clamp. And, you know, it's, oh, it feels pretty good. And I, and the way he was saying it, I'm going, oh, you should wax stock triple clamp on. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, nah, Taka, I don't think that's going to work. I, what I'm, I'm hearing, you should whack the stock one on. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, yeah, I'll, I'll try. So he whacked the stock one on, he rings me back. Hey, Taka, stock one works better. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. that. what you said, like we put a lot of time in that production. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like fair enough, they have a different aftermarket brand, but it will probably work for this brand of bike, but it's not going to be the work for the other brand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the frame's different, you know, geometry is different. So yeah. every, everyone thinks, oh, yeah. That triple crank gonna work on my bike. Mm-hmm. I I used on my Cowie. Let's put it on the other bike. Oh, it handles different. Yeah, yeah but obviously it's handled different. Yeah, it's a completely it, different bike. Yeah, it's like the, uh, you know, the KYB fork, right? Yeah, feels so plush on a Yamaha. Yeah, it's kind of the same fork on the Cowie. It doesn't feel as plush, right? Yeah, like that's just because of the chassis. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the way it puts weight on the bike and yeah like that. even like um it's funny you said that dog we uh with the tires the same you know even like i know all the brand has uh mx33 dunlops but like um 
it feels different on a different bike. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's the same thing. You know, oh, it works on this one, but it doesn't work on that one. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. The why the geometry is is different. Yeah. So I think people need to understand what what it works best for normal public border bike. They need to they need to learn. You know, mm-hmm. I mean everything that what I try to do like if if I was a normal guy. Um, I would say I'll ride a standard first, and mm-hmm. then, like obviously, um, get it. The guy even like you or the guys in public, you, I try to get more information. Oh, this kind of work for this bike, mm-hmm. you know. This triple clamp work for this brand of bike, you know. I don't, I don't go out there and say, oh, let's let's just buy a triple clamp. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, everyone's different, and then those parts is not, ex- you know cheap at all yeah. to buy you know they're expensive yeah. like yeah i won't be able to buy the half the stuff that is available for public now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah hey in uh in production testing uh do politics sometimes play a role in choosing <laughs> a vendor because like you think about it, right sometimes like through the years right like the 125 came with bridgestones but the 250 came with dunlops yeah or uh, KYB on one bike, yep. show on the other bike, and within the same manufacturer, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it is it to keep options open, or I mean, yeah, I think it's all politics there. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, yeah, hundred percent. I admit, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm only a test rider, so I don't put my nose in there. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I think about it. Why why don't you just stick to the one brand? But I think they have. A, you know, maybe even the cost, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, cost of the, I don't know how much, like, say, KYB or Showa, which is cheaper or which is dearer, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think now, like, in back in, say, 2000 or, um, yeah, 2000, say, one two one two five or, say, 250 and 450, they had different frame, right, Don? Like, mm-hmm. now, 450 and 250 are on the same frame. Yeah. You know they they try to cut the cost down, yeah. but yeah, it's I think it's so hard because if you design one frame for four fifty, it's not it's not gonna sometimes it's not gonna work for the two fifty. Yeah, like so you just have to think about that. Like um, like but I don't think they kind of think like how it's gonna work because end of the day we have to ride it, and mm-hmm. then we, I mean lucky that I'm not a two fifty guy, mm-hmm. like. To test like because if a 250 rider oh yeah you gotta you gotta run that 450 frame and then just work 250 engine in there yeah i mean look at now like yamaha honda i mean kawasaki they run everyone runs the same frame mm-hmm. so um yeah i think more of the cost i think is a more the company the manufacturers worried about i think you know mm-hmm. i mean it's so expensive these days though not i wouldn't be able to afford a motorbike if i have to buy yeah yeah. What do you think, uh, well, you know, through the years of riding things, and yeah. one of the things that always surprises me on how the bike feels weight-wise and even handling yeah. is yeah. the ignition mapping, mm. right? Because yeah. <clears throat> I remember one year KTM and Husky yeah. changed their whole ignition mapping yeah. to a, like a freer revving thing because yep. like the ktms right the lightest bike mm. to me it feels like one of the heaviest 
Yeah. Just because the mapping, the way it yeah. has this like. Is it the way the power delivery? Power is delivery right? and yeah. the engine braking yeah. and the engine mass. But uh, you know, several years ago, back when I was still at Transworld, yeah. One year they, all of a sudden I was like, the bike was in one of the refinement years, right? Yeah. Same frame, everything. Yeah. And we're like, dude, these things are good. It won, two fifty and four fifty shootout. Yeah. First and second, both. You know. Oh yeah. KTM Husky. Yeah. And then the next year they went back to this other ignition yeah. style and I was like, bah, it's heavy again. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, it's funny the things that, the variables that affect the way a bike feels yeah. or like, more than you would expect. Like yeah. you, you think, oh, well, power is affected by the pipe, mm. you know, or, or, you know, handling is this s- suspension. And yeah. I think yeah, that's what you have to be careful with the um, everything, you know, uh, we talked before with the engine. And the chassis package, you know, you just have to combine it, you know, because mm-hmm. what you said, like if a power is not there, it feels the bike feels heavy, mm-hmm. you know, and then you just have to be careful with that because when you bike turns, but power power is not picking up, mm-hmm. bike feels so heavy. Yeah, you know? that's that's with uh, other like even like say Yamaha, like um, you know, everyone say man, they torquey engine. Um, but I understand, like, yeah, when you have a good torque, it's easy to ride. Like, especially those, uh, you know, Yamaha with uh, 250 guys, you know, they if you have a torque, you don't have to, you know, rev the shit out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if, um, yeah, it's so hard to get good balanced engine um, with production to build for the race engine, if mm-hmm. you have a good, like good, good one, good base one, and if you do it up, it's gonna be more better, right? Don't, yeah. Um, and then, then, obviously, you can finalize the setting for the riders. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's very important to have a good, good base, you know. But I think um, with these a uh, lot of manufacturers these days, I think um, they don't think. I yeah, I can't. Uh, explain to you but th- just the how to make the thing it's mm-hmm. not not what they what i suppose they think you know what they do you know like they they can make it better but like you know not the words lazy you know mm-hmm. you i want you them to become more more riders where you know they t- think more of our way you know mm-hmm. not like their way you know yeah yeah okay Here's a question for you. Yeah. What are your thoughts about electric motorcycles? And what is electric bike the future? Have you ridden one? I mean, what are your thoughts about, like, the Alta and the Start? Well, yeah, I haven't rode one. Um, obviously, obviously, Honda got one in Japan. Mm-hmm. I've seen, uh, obviously, Kazoo ride it at uh, one of the nationals there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a future there, but... Um, you know, like you'll be boring. You you won't. Well, if you see Supercross with electric electric, yeah. you yeah. you won't be able to. Everyone be yelling out each other, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But um, but there there'll be. I have to say. Fifty fifty, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I haven't I haven't heard anything that other manufacturers doing it, but. Um, yeah, but you just have to be careful with that electric bike, like. You know, like I don't, I don't know. People never worry about like. I wonder if you get electrocuted. 
<laughs> you know what I mean, Don? They're, they're pretty high voltage. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, so I when I just thought about it, like, you know, when you're some electric, I remember um, Yoshi Asta, he had uh, electric problem on uh, when he was r racing um, 252 stroke days. Yeah. He said he got electric, like, he got the bus. He got shocked. Yeah. He got shocked. No, he, I said, nah. He goes, yeah. That's why he, he DNF that race because he said the electric shock through the bus. Really? But apparently the harness, <laughs> something happened with the harness and then he got through the bus. Really? And then when I thought about electric bike now, man, I remember Yoshi saying that on the two-stroke days. <laughs> but as a safety, like Japanese manufacturer, they're always safety, yeah. safety first. Yeah. So to do the electric bike, when I just thought about it, I go, man, how safe are they? Yeah. So like... I never ask. I never ask those guys. But mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of electric bike out there now. Yeah. But as a safety wise, I don't know if they can answer that question. Yeah. You know, yeah. like have yeah. you have you ridden in a uh, an electric car yet? No, no. Okay, we, my wife bought a Tesla. Okay. Yeah. This year, and we still have a BMW 430. Yeah. Nice car, right? Yeah. And I used to think the thing was really fast. Yeah. It feels like a hunk of shit compared to the Tesla. Oh, yeah. Because everything about Tesla is nicer. It's like quiet, right? Yeah. But the power is instant. Like, it's so fast. And we just have a standard one, right? Yeah. Like, Joe Shimoda has, like, the fast Tesla. Yeah. And I remember he's like, Don, my Tesla's, it's fast as shit. And I'm all, what? He goes, no, no, no fast shit <laughs> you know but yeah dude like if you get the fast one yeah i, mean, I can't even imagine how much faster it is but like just everything about it is pretty cool yeah like we got solar in our house now yeah so charging it's free yeah everything but uh i mean there's a lot of hassles with the prospect of electric motocross bike right? oh yeah but it's you, know, you need to go a lot of testing process yeah like, imagine like supercross like or it's all right if it's a motocross with no, I mean, they still have big jumps. Mm -hmm. But imagine supercross, like cut out front of the triple or something, the up ramp. You just go, you! <laughs> and then, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, just stuff like that. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, you have to go through like a lot of testing progress, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's going to be a long road, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a, to me, like, Remember when the first four stroke came yeah, out? People yeah, were like, pop, pop, yeah, 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 this thing yeah. suck. Yeah. You know? But like, like I got to go to Barcelona to from oh, the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. And I was super skeptical because I rode the Alta a few Alta, times. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, but then I'm kind of an idiot with my clutch, right? Yeah. <laughs> so for like two weeks before I went to Barcelona, I'm like, dude, there's no clutch on that bike. Yeah. Gotta try to ride no clutch. So I was really trying not to ride with the clutch yeah. on motocross tracks here. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be such a hard thing to get used to. Yeah. But it was crazy. I rode the bike. I think the first time they let us out, we'd go five laps or something, right? Yeah. And by the fifth lap, I was pretty comfortable on it. And then they put us on gas bikes. Yeah. They had all the 450s there, but like yeah. some some clown from another magazine grabbed the Cowie. Yeah. So I, I got on a Husky. Yeah. And I rode, and I did all the jumps on no, I didn't do all the jumps on the Husky, but I felt comfortable trying some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. But then my next session out, I went on the Alta, 
and I did all the same jumps, but then I did the ones I wouldn't do on the gas bike. Yeah. Because it got so much power. Okay. And yep. you think you need a reference of noise. Yep. To figure out how yeah, hard to hit yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because Renee Garcia, my protest rider, I took yeah, with me. Yeah. There's this one jump I was scared. I'm all like, okay, on a four stroke, how would you hit it? Like what gear? And he's like, ah, oh, third gear pretty hard. I'm all okay. So like, brat. He goes, yeah. I'm like, all right. So on the on the Stark, like yeah. what? And he goes, he's <laughs> telling me like that. But yeah. But it's crazy. I went out and I did all the jumps on the track on the electric bike the next lap. And then when I went back on the gas bike, I didn't feel as good. And oh. so I GoPro'd everything from that trip and I yeah. went and looked later. And it's gonna sound like bullshit. I was six seconds faster on the Alta than oh, I was yeah. in the Husky. Oh, shit. And all smoother in the corners because yeah. I wasn't being a dork with the clutch. And yeah. I don't know. It's just Yeah. I was kinda more like fair enough, like say, um, electric, but I wonder how this chassis kinda, you know, with that kind of frame sort of thing. Yeah. You, know, you look at the frame, you go, is that, is that, yeah, is that going to be The battery's right? part yeah. of the yeah, frame, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was kind of going, oh, how that works. But. Yeah, so like I'll say the bike had KYB on it. Yeah. And the technical touch guys helped yeah. set it up. Like it handled well. Like I was so pumped when they didn't put like WP4CS forks or something stupid on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. I'm open-minded to it. Yeah. You know? I'm not one of those guys going, oh, electric's lame. Yep. Hey, it's exciting and new, right? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, dude, Kawasaki's the first one to come out with a electric little... Oh, yeah, the little know, one. The electrode. Yeah. yeah, it's funny that uh, you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, I took my boy. They mm-hmm. had a Kawasaki, like, t- had a ride day for the, like, the people who works at Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. And then they said, oh, Taka, you should bring your little boy out. And I said, why? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got that little electric bike. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll, uh, so I was, I was busy. So I said to my wife, I'm taking my boy to the, you know, a ride. And I said, where? He goes, oh, Osaka. So you're flying a day trip. You're catching a plane and then coming back that mm-hmm. day. I mm-hmm. said, yeah, we, like. My boss said he doesn't want to do overnight. So I said, look, we, we leave in the morning and then we will catch the plane. And then, anyway, we went there. He rode it. So he rode, hop on. So he rides, he's rode bicycle, obviously, but like he never rode. Some of the throttle. Throttle. Yeah. You know, he goes, so obviously he hopped on, whacked it, whiskey. <laughs> I mean, like that, that thing that like open and just goes, Ee! you know, like, yeah. and then it was he well, hard to get used to it. But we were, we were on the easy mode, the mm-hmm. very slow one. So he was he got used to it on the way home. He's got, oh, Dad, you're going to get me one? Yeah. And I'm going, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's talk to mom first. Yeah. So go home. Ichi, my boy's name, Ichi. Um, Ichi goes, oh, mom, I want that. And then I looked at her face and then she, oh man, you know, those, you know, you know, the woman gives that look, you know, yeah. it's no way sign. Yeah. And then she looked at me and goes, you're not buying that, are you? Oh, I said, oh, he likes it and then he wants it, maybe. I said, you told me no motorbike. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I said that's not a motorbike. I said that's an electric. You <laughs> it's see? A gateway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gateway yeah, drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. So um, I just have to see if I can, because obviously I can't take home with the battery in it. Mm-hmm. So if I can buy something here and then take the battery out and then take it with me, I can take it back. Mm-hmm. But I gotta ask her first again. Like if if yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, those electric ones. So it seems to. I mean, like they have a different brand in America, right? Mm-hmm. Don't the little stay ones sick, yeah. stay sick? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I really like to, uh, yeah, see how the electric stuff. Uh, I know, um, there's a, I know, they have a few electric bikes out now. Yeah. Like, uh, not, I mean, not an off-road bikes, but yeah, yeah. I wonder how that works. Yeah. Well, Stasic makes several sizes yeah but then there's this other thing called the suron okay. it looks like an electric motorcycle like dirt bike suspension has mountain bike downhill forks oh on. yeah 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 yeah. i see now yeah yeah i don't know how I've, actually i hate those things oh, okay because a kids dude the first time i saw one yep. i was in san clemente riding my favorite mountain bike trails out there yeah there's this gang of like seven little rich kids from san clemente that all had them yeah and they're just ripping on the mountain bike trails. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So they're tearing up the mountain, mountain bike trails. Mountain bike trail, yeah. But then also like the public's perception, because those kids are riding them on the street and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen guys doing wheelies down the sidewalk on them, right? Yeah. So it's giving motocross guys a black eye and the public's <laughs> perception, right? Because yeah. people are like, oh, look at those dirt bikes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a dirt bike, I guess. It's an electric mm. dirt bike. But mm. there's no rules about them yet you know yeah. it can't be legal around the street but these little kids are just ripping them everywhere yeah. right yeah so they're the enemy of the mountain bikers because they're tearing up mountain bike trails yeah i yeah. think they're enemies of dirt bike people because they're yeah Getting, making yeah. us look bad yeah bad yeah but then again though you know we have our swap motor race series yeah uh the night before some of them we have this thing called the grom cross which is for stasic bikes yep we have a Suron class now. Oh, okay. Kids are showing up on those, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the first uh, manufacturer, like yeah. you know, motorcycle yeah. manufacturer to yeah. come out with something like that. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Is it Yamaha got one? I don't think so. I've seen that. Um, they have a they, e-bike, a mountain bike. Yeah, not mountain bike. I've seen. I think they were ripping some uh, European soundtrack on that Yamaha. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I might be wrong, but yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, okay, so I have a good friend in Japan, Hitoshi Machida. Yep. He, I met him. He was uh, going to college at San Diego State. Yep. And then he went moved back home to Japan to run, run yep. his family's business, but we talked quite a bit. You can't just go to a motorcycle dealership in Japan and say, I want a YZ450. You have oh, to no. order it ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. And does it come from the. Yamaha, or does it come from the factory in Japan to the dealer, or does it come from America back? No, 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 um, come from the dealer, but you have to book it. Oh, like, way so, ahead yeah, of time, too, right? Ahead, yeah. And there's none on the floor to, like, look at no, and like, sit on. No, no. So, so what, um, obviously, they pre-release it when mm-hmm. they're going to come out. And I, I know Yamaha or the other, Kawasaki, even same, I think they have a ride day somewhere, mm-hmm. so the public can ride it, and then, um, they go all over the Japan with the new model, and obviously the order starts, like say certain t- 
time period mm -hmm. and then that's it i mean they have a box few box shop they just buy and it sits on the floor but that's like you don't see that often yeah 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 i remember akira's shop he doesn't have that anymore right no yeah but i remember he had like a bunch of used bikes in yeah there. yeah but like i didn't see anything new no no not not new ones you have to pre-order it yeah so in, in japan is motocross uh do people usually hold on to their bikes multiple years? Yeah, I like think amateur so. guys. Yeah, amateur guys. But like people has uh, money, they just keep changing it every year. They mm -hmm. just trade it, and then obviously the second, like the used bike is ever pretty expensive now. So mm -hmm. yeah, um, even like my friend tried to buy a um, used bike, but it was expensive. Like it was, probably it's cheaper than America, I guess. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, 2022, 21 model, 250, CR250, I think was like 650,000 yen. So what was that? That's probably like five grand US. Mm. Is that yeah, cheap? I mean, that's cheaper yeah, than yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting the, how the pricing's different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many bikes do you think get sold in the, in Japan? Basically, oh, like, because yeah. I remember when Cloudy Toto was still yeah, alive. Yeah, I remember he, he told me he goes, "Oh yeah, in Japan, Suzuki sold two RMZ 450s this year, and I was one of them." Yeah, that's true. You yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and then in Japan, then our 250s more popular yep. than 450s because yeah. the tracks are yeah. smaller. Yeah. So I'll say like a couple hundred. So even like Honda probably sell m more, most of it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I want to say 200 the most, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not many done. Like people think, oh, you know, motocross bikes. But you, like you, you hear like even certain like Asia, like Indonesia or Thailand, it's the same, you know. Mm -hmm. They probably they probably buy more bikes than Japan, you know. Yeah, what I mean? like, dude, you know, like uh, last summer I went to <coughs> Singapore. Yeah. To do uh, the Santosa oh, yeah, Beach yeah, Race yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Pablo Toribio. I couldn't believe how many new bikes were there. Oh. Okay. Like, dude, it was. I mean, there was probably. Hundred people there. Yeah. But they're all dialed, right? Yeah. Like I thought I would see some crazy junky bikes or bad gear or something. Everyone was dialed in. And then there was like one brand of bike that was I'd never heard of. Yeah. It was like a Singapore brand or something. Oh, or, yeah. They have motorbike there. Yeah, yeah. It was some weird brand. It looked kind of like a KTM. Oh, okay. But, uh, but yeah, I, I couldn't believe how dialed in everyone in Singapore was. I mean, oh, I guess they're all yeah. rich there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I think um, I think it's going to obviously with that. I don't know what you think about that World Supercross that thing that um, starting now, if they're going to go, is it Thailand or mm -hmm. is it Indonesia? They, they Indonesia, do, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. But um, obviously Adam Bailey came to Japan. Um, I had to take him to the Kawasaki, the meeting with the marketing guys there. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, like, look, I like to see Supercross in Japan. Like, you know, back mm -hmm. in like, yeah. No, we had, like, you know, Jeremy. There's Tokyo, Supercross, yeah, Tokyo, Osaka, Osaka, and yeah. Fukuoka, yeah. too, right? Yeah. 
but I really like to uh, see Supercross back, you know, and uh, obviously, I mean, Joe's doing so well in America, and mm-hmm. you get to see Japanese rider do Supercross in Japan, that would be good, like, you know, um, yeah, just up to see, like, even with a manufacturer, like, um, I know he have meeting with a few manufacturers there, so um, if everything works, they might be have a factory team in the future. Mm-hmm. You never know, but um, yeah. But if it, if it goes to, to Japan, I think I really like to get involved with that for sure. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not a supercross racer, but um, yeah, just to just to see, like, because you probably know we don't have that many tracks motocross. Mm-hmm. But if you get in a stadium supercross you get more publicity, you know? Yeah. Like motocross. Everyone go, what's motocross? Yeah. Yeah. But if one hits a supercross in Japan, everyone get to notice a bit more, you know? Yeah. And especially like a local guy like Joe, if he if he can't involve the supercross, that will be cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to what they can bring in the future. Is it pretty cool seeing Joe? Like for you as, as a Japanese guy? Yeah. Is it cool to see him here? Yeah. And doing well and having all these fans now? Yeah. Like, uh, it's funny that I never met Joe. Like, you I met never... him when he came and raced, right? No, actually. Oh, I you didn't. weren't at that race? No, I wasn't, I wasn't there. Okay. Like, because I was testing till Friday and I had to test on Monday. Mm-hmm. Like, I just couldn't go to the race and then just like, yeah. So, um, I spoke to Joe's lad, dad a little bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just um, speak to him a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, never speak to Joe, but, but yeah, he's doing so good now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to Japan that race. Like, <laughs> I said to everyone, oh, I reckon Joe's going to struggle, you know. Like, the track's so small, you know. Like, uh, you know, if he gets bad start, he won't be he won't be able to pass anyone. Like, because you've been to that track. Yeah. Like, it's so small. Yeah. And then I said, oh, yeah. And then he was riding the factory SR. Yeah, I that, heard he just had the SR with like a little more oil in the fork or something. Yeah, that's it. Standard bike. Yeah, standard. Yeah. And I, because obviously I ride that bike, right? I, I made that bike and I'm <laughs> gone. Nah, and he said, they said, oh, he's not bringing any suspension. And I said, really? He's just bringing his bars and that's it. I think he brought his handlebars from Pro Circuit uh-huh. and then maybe front brake. And he said, that's it. And I said, oh, nah, he's, I reckon that oh, track, he's going to struggle. Like, when I heard morning practice, like, oh, Taka, he's doing like four seconds quicker than everyone. Yeah. I said, really? <laughs> On that bike? He goes, yeah. And then, like, after the first race finished, one of the guys called me. Like, he goes, oh, yeah, Taka, he nearly lapped everyone. Yeah. Oh, oh, he didn't struggle? Oh, no, 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 Taka, he didn't struggle. <laughs> he, he just, like, made everyone stupid. Yeah. Like, stand there still. And like, so the first motor, even he, he had a crash. He had a big crash in the first race mm-hmm. and um, he still won. But in the second race, he went out of track. He went off track. He, he off track. He got bad start. I think he was dead last. Mm-hmm. In 10 minutes, he was behind two meter. In 10 minutes. Yeah. And then like track that small and then track was a bit muddy. And then, yeah. Just checked out, just checked out <laughs> and I said to, I said to one of the guys I said man I was wrong like you know you know how much but like in back in my, my like when we were racing like when Jay Martin and Tim Geiser came mm-hmm. 
like they didn't kick our ass that hard, you know. Like mm-hmm. I was off. I mean, Jay Martin, Tim Geiser, they brought their race ball. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like Joe, you know. Like mm-hmm. just hop on the standard SI and go race, you know. Jay Martin had proper star bike. Tim Geiser had full factory bike. Mm-hmm. But I had I had factory engine as well. Um, I mean, like I was only a second off Jay Martin, you mm-hmm. know, and I was doing the same lap times team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, fair enough. Tracks different. Yeah, yeah. But like saying that, I mean. Akira used to race all the European guys or Andrew Shaw came over, you know. I mean, he was he was gone for it, you mm-hmm. know. But, well, you know, Akira, because he, after 15 minutes, he fades <laughs> back. But, you know, like, he, he wasn't like, you know, he you know he wasn't slow, you know. Yeah. But, like, to see Joe become that level, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he, he wins races here. Obviously, he's not going to be slow. Yeah. But to see him on the 450 on the standard SR, I'm going, yeah, that's crazy, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. So, but in a way, like, yeah, just the amount of talent that he has, I mean, it's a big future for him, you know, especially I don't know where he's going to end up, like, in a 450 class. I, I wish he can stay with Kawasaki, but mm-hmm. I bet he has a lot of offer from other manufacturers. But, uh, yeah, love to see, me, see him on the Cowie. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you're pretty tight-lipped about testing here this week and all that but uh when uh when when is the bike gonna be like out in the open in the gps and stuff well it's open now like the factory right like but it say, seems like i still haven't seen any great photos of it from the side or closer yeah that's yeah even that like i said it's weird <clears throat> though like everyone like even like um those are international racists Mm-hmm. from 80 like i thought there'll be photos but there's not many photos there mm-hmm. you know um but when the when we were at uh, sardinia i knew it was photos gonna be leaked out and mm-hmm. so soon as i came back from the sardinia there was a photo gone or oh, 24 everyone going and says 24 mm-hmm. but Every, I said everyone says it's twenty four. I was gonna write it on my Instagram. I say, hey, it's it's not even twenty four. You you never know what's gonna happen. You know, like <laughs> oh, everyone's going. It seems to be oh, it's gonna be a new bike. But I'm just going. Oh, I'm, I can't. I'm not saying anything. Like I, everyone. Look, obviously that hit the public. Yeah. A lot of people text me. Oh, Tiger, is that new bike? Yeah. I said no comment. Like I say, I can't say anything. Like you know, it's it's secret. Like you know, I, I don't know. It's a factory bike. Mm-hmm. But you test that bike, don't you? I said, yeah, I'm MXGP test rider, so I test. Yeah. So is it good? Oh, no comment. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you, uh, yeah, well, yeah, so uh, I, my leg pretty sealed up for that bike, but uh, yeah. 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 Okay, so how old are you right now? 43. 43. 43. Production tester, MXGP testers. Yeah. You stopped sponsors. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you were... Earlier today, you were at Alpine Stars. Yeah, in, in yes, Torrance? yeah. So I went to Alpine Star. Um, Gabrielle and mm-hmm. uh, Jeff look after me. I mean, I've been with A Star for like with the boots. I've been twenty two years wearing wow. their boots. Um, but like with the gear, I've been I've been with Shift for so long. Back in my um, racing days, I've mm-hmm. been with Shift for like eight nine years. But since after that, like 
they kind of because I was going through a Australian distributor and a Japanese distributor you know how like people change and like they go you lose that kind of touch mm-hmm. and then um, guy from uh, um, the importer the Australian importer um, they used to do both like say Alpine Star and mm-hmm. um, Shift and Fox so I yeah he he said oh Taka you we might be able to do something with Alpine Star. Mm-hmm. So they contact Alpine Star. But, you know, I've been always wearing their boots. So, um, yeah. Long relationship. The, yeah. So I just, yeah. I just want to keep the relationship with everyone. Like mm-hmm. with the helmet, like I say, uh, Shui Helmet, I've been with them for like over 25 years. I yeah. mean, with Oakley, is the same 22 years. Like I just wanted to keep the kind of same brand. Mm-hmm. Like the, per- even like the personal sponsors. I just wanted to keep the, relationship together but um yeah got to meet the gabriel at the first time like a, a month ago he was in japan so mm-hmm. yeah it was good like you know he uh he's been really helpful and uh yeah he said i oh, stopped by but um one of the good friend of mine he's good friend with gabriel he goes taka gabriel is in japan you never get to see him. you know we have to go and see him you know so yeah, yeah if i if I have a chance, I'd love to talk to him. But uh, yeah, it was, I got to meet him today as well. Mm-hmm. Super friendly guy. So. Yeah. Man, uh, how come in Japan, everyone wears Shoei and Arai? Obviously, they're made in Japan, right? Yeah. But like, yeah. you almost never see a bell there. And, I th- and Troy Lee helmets are rare. I think they have the rule. Is to, there a rule? Yeah. I think you have to have a Japanese permission in, to race that MFJ race. Oh. That's why you, they don't sell. They sell Fox. I think they have Fox. They sell Fox there. But yeah, they have a rule there, though. So you can't run just, um, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. But then there's another Japanese helmet manufacturer. OGK? Was it? No, no. Something like that, huh? Yeah. Not, yeah. 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 But in, I don't think they have a motocross helmet, or they have, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, because I always thought that was weird. You know, I go there and you see guys fox everything except the yeah, eye or yeah, something. You yeah, know? yeah. So I think now, like, um, yeah, it just it's just weird. Like every every man, uh, like the clothing company, they have a helmet. But just be even with Shoei helmet, I've been with them for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't put anything else. Like, I, even they said, I mean, they still look after me. Like, mm-hmm. even with the um, contract, I still sign contract, proper contracts in mm-hmm. with them. But, yeah, they said, oh, Taka, even if, you, if you're not going to race, you're always going to be shoey guy. Mm-hmm. But, that, you know, it's, they helped me since I was, like, little, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, have a lot of respect for them. So, even, yeah. Have you done the tour? At Shoei and yeah, I think and I put the graphics on yourself and everything. Oh no, I haven't done that because I have my own painter. Oh, okay. On, on no, a, but they, like I, I, I went to Shoei. Yeah. And they showed me the process, oh, process and the wind yeah. tunnel and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then they're okay. You get to build your own helmet now. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Then I'll choose a graphic, and then so, you know, the the water graphic. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You have to put on. It was so hard. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like there's these old ladies that just all putting it on perfect, <laughs> yeah. and I was sitting there really trying. Yeah. And like I'm, like I do motocross bike graphics really well, you know, yeah, fast. Yeah. I could not do the helmet graphic, and there's this old lady laughing at me. 
Yeah. Psh, give me that. She fixed yeah. it. Yeah. It's funny that you went to that tour because I went to that tour as well. So my guy um, paints the helmet, right? And mm-hmm. um, the shoe he used to um, send my original original helmet sent to them and then they copy it. Mm. So I get my original helmet and then, then I send that original and then they copy three helmets. Mm-hmm. But when you see the quality, it's it's good. You yeah. Know? I said, whoa. But I can't tell which one was the guy who painted it because my painter, YF Design, he does a lot of uh, MotoGP guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he, he what he does, I mean, like a guy like Troy Lee, you know, like everything perfect, you know. And yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. So you guys have some painters in Japan yeah. that are so amazing. Yeah. Like your guy's badass. And, yeah. Uh, Taka Higashino, he oh, uses Taka. Uh, high jumper. Oh, does it? Is he use high jumper? He used to use high jumper. Oh, okay, and then yeah. there's mud maker or something or mud creator. Oh, yeah, mud creator. That yeah, guy's yeah, badass yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, it's a lot of good guys, but I don't think, um, like, you know, I think not many people does it for free now. Mm-hmm. You know, like even mud painter, like, uh, I, um, I don't pay for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, should we pay for it? But like, man. He told me, I went to see him um, last year, end of last year. He said to, want to p- paint one helmet, it's like $2,000. Oh, really? And I said, oh, that wow. expensive. But he's booked out like events. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I said, you booked a year. And like, so he goes, oh, for the customer? He goes, yeah. He, like, we won't be able to do it. If someone come up to me and say, hey, can you paint my helmet? Yeah, it will be ready in a year time. Oh, and I wow. said, well. Yeah, so pretty, <laughs> your helmet yeah. might be an old model by then <laughs> yeah yeah so no but um it's good like i said yeah just the safety wise like when you see go to that factory and they do safety tests you probably see they whack the helmet to the ground and stuff yeah. like that yeah I, I'll just, yeah i've been to showy and i've also been to Arai. Oh, okay the Arai yeah. one was super cool <laughs> it's funny you know they oh the snell drop is from here yeah so we drop it from here <laughs> yeah 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 you know? yeah yeah. yeah, both places were really enjoyable yeah. for me to visit. And you know what? Kind of like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no Japanese motocross gear manufacturer anymore now, right? No. Was RS Taichi the last? Yeah. I think maybe RS Taichi and uh, maybe uh, Goldwing. Oh, GW okay. Goldwing. I think yeah. Takahama used to wear those gear, but uh, yeah. And maybe... Uh, you probably remember uh, Kushitani. They mm-hmm. do leathers for the road race. They yeah. did motocross gear? Yeah, they did, oh, did motocross gear in like uh, early 90s. Yeah, I've never seen some Dainese. Is that ja- is Dainese Japanese? No. no oh, it's not? No, no. Okay. No. What about Factory Bear? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Factory Bear. Yeah. Daniel Blair had that when he was little on a 50. Hey, I remember, hey, um, when I went to Ponga City mm-hmm. in 1988, uh, Jeff Emig was riding for Team Green, mm-hmm. right? And he, uh, he had 47. I mean, he's always his number, but I think he was winning that pro class then. Uh, and then he was sponsored by Thor. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't, know, I don't know if it's a true story, but he got trouble from the Thor. He had a factory bear sticker on his front fender. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You you need to ask him that, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he got a factory beast bear sticker on the front handle right in the middle. Uh-huh. I think there was a picture somewhere, but yeah, I think he's got trouble for doing that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah, the last, uh, like I just said, RS Taichi gear. Yeah. Not the JT stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the stuff they made, and I just remember it was so nice. Like it had stretch panels in the liner oh. to match the stretch panels in the pant yeah. and everything. Yeah. I think it was probably just they didn't sell enough, huh? Yeah. But yeah, when when was that? When like uh, James oh, McCaskey was it ninety ninety one ninety two? Was RS Chi was pretty big. I mean, yeah. like, top guys was wearing it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but he still obviously does good leathers, and mm -hmm. you know they they had that awesome that leather jacket. Yeah, there for the factory yeah. boys. Like oh, you probably got one oh, too. I right, have a few of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be special to get one of those yeah. from uh. Yeah, Tai Chi, yeah. 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 No, it's interesting, yeah. Well, uh, I think I covered everything. I, I knocked all yeah. the questions out of my brain. I yeah, yeah. Sorry but, uh, sorry that I can't talk about new bike. We don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, so that's the, yeah, lip seal there, but, uh, yeah. Might oh, you know what? One thing I want to ask you yeah. is remember, uh, I think the first year I really hung out with you, I think Akira had you pick me up from the airport or yeah, something. Yeah. That was his first year of being sponsored by Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard for Monster to get into Japan, right? They had to yeah. alter their formula yeah. to get like yeah. approved for Proof, sale, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, is Monster still big in Japan? And Yeah, I think so. I, I oh, think yeah. Red Bull's there now, right? Yeah, Red Bull's there. Um, Monster's obviously there as well, but... Um, Obviously, uh, Takahiga knows with the monster. Yeah. I mean, was the uh, Genki Watanabe is always monster as well mm -hmm. with the freestyle. So those two cupboards, like. Uh, what about in, in motocross racing in Japan though? I think they is don't. Monster still involved? Or nah, no, no. Once Akira obviously left. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. There's no monster motocross. I and don't Red know Bull why. was never involved in motocross in Japan. No, nah, right? no. Nah. I think it's only I heard this. I don't know um, if it's true, but. They were looking at younger kid who's gonna be international. So a guy like Joe. Oh, so yeah. like uh, you look at like skateboarding, like Olympic. You know, there's a young girl mm -hmm. who won the gold medal. Like mm -hmm. she's with Monster, I think, or um, other other girl with Red Bull. But they told me I spoke to one of the guy at Monster. They said, "Oh, um, you need to sponsor." I wanted to introduce one of the younger riders, but they said, "Oh, Tiger, is he gonna be?" good international. Like, international is he gonna go to uh europe or is he gonna go to america and mm -hmm. i go oh i don't know and then they said hey, we're not gonna help anyone that get publicity for the international we can't do that mm -hmm. so you know, and i saw i said all oh, uh, understandable but because akira was doing a little bit of american here and there you know yeah um, so that's probably why um they sponsor akira yeah yeah i always liked uh Lipoviton. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I have a Lipoviton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's probably the biggest energy drink in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Oh uh, yeah. It's the other one. Uh, other little one. The little bottle. Yeah, yeah little bottle. Yeah, that's probably the famous one. But uh, yeah. Right on. Well hey, thank you uh for stopping by. I know you're only in California for a short time, so it's great to see you out here. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I'll probably come back again in the future. Uh, I mean, like, I'll probably come back in soon again. But, uh, yeah, have a busy schedule. I'll have to uh, go back to Europe next week. So, mm. yeah, just uh, go see uh, MXGP boys. I mean, I mean, 
first two rounds done in MXGP, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, um, February it's riding pretty good, but we have to make you know progress on that bike. So uh, yeah, stay tuned on that one. He'll he'll start winning. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, guys, thanks for listening and watching the uh, Yoshimura Midweek Podcast with uh, Takeshi Katsuya. Thanks, Al. See you next time.